Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 130. This is on. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number five from Anjali Grant. The message is less than two seconds long and comes from the fall of 1989. Here we go. Hi, Paul. This is on. <laughs> that really is short. I mean, it's absurd. I think you need to loop that into some kind of beats or something. So this is most likely fall of 1989. This was like your senior year. Is that right? Fall 89. That's right. That would be my senior year. How did you end up at the University of Chicago? My grandfather actually taught in the Div School at the University of Chicago. So I think I was encouraged to apply there. And I believe that my grandfather, my grandparents actually offered to help chip in for some of the costs if I went to that school. When you were a kid, what did it mean to you that your grandfather was a professor? It meant that he was always up in his office working. We would visit them in the summers, and my grandfather Bob was always in his office. I mean, you could tell he was an educated person. He might make a joke that would have a reference to something obscure, like I might not have understood. He was also an Episcopalian minister. I mean, I knew he was a theologian. He knew Greek and Hebrew and Latin and German. And Did you ever play games with him? or He wasn't somebody who would hang around with kids in that way. He would come out of his office for drinks at 5.30. I do remember once I was sick and the family, my family had gone off hiking or something and he brought out his miniature train set and set it up for me. I know that seems really like a grandfatherly thing to do, but for Bob, that was incredibly rare. Like, he never did that. And I also have a memory of my sister and I going up into his bedroom when they were down probably having drinks, and we put on some of his clothes. So I think we both put on ties, put on hats, put on shoes, and we walked down the steps kind of clomping in these shoes. He, uh, They thought it was actually cute. My grandmother took a photograph and he didn't get mad. His humor was very dry and sarcastic. It wasn't for everyone. And I think he did scare some, like he scared my cousin. So how would you contrast your grandfather with your grandmother? Uh, my grandmother was, she was in charge. She was very, very charming and well-organized. And if she had grown up in a different era, she would have run a company. She was the head docent at the Oriental Institute. And when she retired, they made her a gold necklace that had a Egyptian hieroglyphics, and the hieroglyphics said overseer. So she also could may have been a scholar if she was in a different era. But, you know, she got married and she had four kids and was 
involved in her church. and So how did your relationship change when you became a student at the University of Chicago with your grandparents? Well, I got very close to them. I w- they would have me over for dinners. Um, she would invite people over that she thought we'd find amusing. They had some friends who were white Sikhs, and they would invite them to dinner when we were there. So explain what that is. So my mother's Punjabi, right? So we're not Sikh, but we have family members who are Sikh. Sikh religion is, is originates from Punjab. But in California, there are actually Americans who have discovered the Sikh religion. And my, you know, and I could see my Peggy would have invited them because she would get a kick out of having us at the same dinner party because I would have a particular opinion about it. You know what I mean? And then they might be interested in what and me a little bit. There's a certain ability to kind of create conversations between people that I think we've lost. She'd find commonalities and she might organize a dinner that where she'd choose who she thought could have good conversations. They were great people, both of them. Bob doesn't always get the love that Peggy does. He could be a little bit harder to appreciate, but I adored him. I've mentioned in previous episodes that my mother's father was a Presbyterian minister. In church lingo, my mom is a PK, a pastor's kid, making me a PGK, a pastor's grandkid. While my grandfather went to Garrett School of Theology, a well-respected seminary, he was basically a country preacher, serving small-town congregations throughout the Midwest. In contrast, I would call Anjali a super PGK. Not only was her grandfather, Robert Grant, an influential scholar of early Christianity, Her great-grandfather, Frederick Grant, was a professor at the Union Theological Seminary. Beyond his many books, Frederick Grant is probably most notable for his contributions to the 1946 Revised Standard Version of the New Testament, the Standard English Translation for Protestant Churches. I still have my leather-bound RSV with name printed in gold lettering from my church confirmation in 1973. Anjali's grandmother, Margaret Peggy Horton Grant, was also the daughter of a minister. Douglas Horton was the dean of Harvard Divinity School from 1955 to 1959 and a prominent figure in the movement for Christian ecumenism. One can imagine if Anjali's grandmother had had the opportunity, she too would have become a minister. She received a bachelor's degree from Wellesley College and a master's in philosophy from Columbia, but in the 1940s, many seminaries still excluded women. Significantly, Harvard Divinity School, where Robert Grant received his doctorate, did not accept women until 1955. 
also the year Peggy's father became dean. Although some scholars argue women priests were found among early Christians, in most denominations, women's ordination is still prohibited or its acceptance is historically recent. For example, the first women to become priests in the Episcopal Church were ordained in 1974, but it was not until 1976 that the church officially accepted their ordination. Well, that's enough religious history for this week. If you enjoy my Sunday sermons and want to place an envelope in the collection plate, you can contribute any amount to my ministerial podcast via Venmo or Cash App. My username is pfoch. That's P, F like in Frank, O-T-S-C-H. If you have contributions of a less monetary nature, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Many thanks to Anjali for her contributions. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.